0: to the English Montreal School Board Podcast. Hi my name is Suzanne Desotel and on our podcast you will hear from people within the EMSB community and beyond. People with some inspiring stories and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Joining me right now is Andrea Dillon. Andrea is a teacher of science and technology here at Royal West Academy and 10th graders Adelka Felcharik hope as well as Sophia McVetty, and Hajong Su. Now, these young women, these 10th graders, have uh, just finished the science fair, and uh, let me see, how can I put this? Top honors went to Adelka and Sophia. You won first prize, and uh, Hajong, you finished with highest distinction and a bronze medal. And I should also mention that... You, Adelka and Sophia, you worked as a team, and then Hajang, you worked on your own. Mm-hmm. You also, the team, won up to what, nine awards, I think? Yes. All right, now, here's the big thing. I am going to try and pronounce
1: <laughs> your project.
0: <laughs> I've been practicing poly no, Go. method. Now, this is rather extraordinary because I have absolutely no idea what that is. <laughs> Speaking to this layperson, can you give me an idea of what you have accomplished with this science project?
1: Um, in 2016, I started developing an idea where I wanted to produce plastic, but without the use of petroleum. And I kept developing the idea. I was able to work at McGill University, and I was developing methods and trying to find ways to chemically alter the cellulose found in Phiophyce, which is a class of brown algae, um, where essentially we would be able to chemically alter the algae to make it favorable in plastic production by linking together the polymer chains that are found in the glucose subunits.
0: Okay, I pretty <laughs> much followed that.
1: Great.
2: <laughs> that, I know that's quite fascinating.
0: So, how did uh, Sophia? Now, the two of you working together. Yes. Now, what's involved in making this algae into a plastic? As you work together as a team, I mean, had you ever done this before? Had you ever experimented with this?
2: So this was a two-year process. So last year there is. I guess, like a similar concept where it was making plastic out of algae, but we used a different, I guess, substance that was attract- extracted from the algae. So we used agar agar, which is from red algae, and this year we used cellulose from brown algae. So last year we, I guess, started to develop the project, but this year it became, I guess, like actually a good plastic. Like it was comparable to commercial grade plastic. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we conducted several tests, including a force test, a flexibility test, a dissolution in an ionic solution test, and a water test. And they're all quite comparable to low density polyethylene, which is the commercial grade plastic that's used to make water bottles, plastic bags, and it, basically everything single use.
0: Okay, let me take a breather here, because that, that's, that's, that's big stuff. Not only is it just incredible to hear that you've accomplished this, but it's so necessary in the world today. What did they just say? What's the size of the plastic floating in the ocean? It's the size of... Texas. A- yeah, it's Texas. So, so it's not only just a science project. I mean, this is a world project in a sense. That's how I see it anyways.
1: Um, speaking of the ocean, we also know that since so much plastic ends up in the ocean, we developed a way so that if our plastic would end up in the ocean, its biodegradation process goes even quicker because of the ocean conditions.
0: Meaning the waves are the saline, the, the salt.
1: Well, there are three. The salinity, the uh, movement of waves, and the temperature.
0: Fantastic. Hajong, now your project, at least I can pronounce,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Fog On, Fog Off. Yeah. So thanks to Karate Kid for that. <laughs> is, that is that where you got yeah. the idea? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so tell me about your project. What is Fog On, Fog Off?
3: So uh, the word fog, I got that from um, the topic of my project, which is ponics and fogponics is something that people usually don't know about, but it's a way of agriculture. It's a way of growing plants using fog. So there's no soil involved. There's, um, you're basically using fog to grow plants.
0: How do you get nutrients from fog?
3: So um, you use nutrient solutions, and then there's a device called a fogger, and then that's what's creating the fog. So if you put the fogger inside a nutrient solution, it's gonna create fog, and that's how the the plants get nutrients. And,
0: yeah. So what plants did you grow?
3: I grew a bunch. I grew, like, cucumbers, lettuce, um, bok choy, celery.
0: And how did they taste?
3: My mentor didn't suggest eating it. It can't be dangerous, but, like, just to make sure. Because yeah. usually when you do an experiment from the lab, you don't eat anything from the lab.
0: So now, all three of you have won top awards in this year's Hydro-Quebec-Montreal Regional Science and Technology Fair. Next up is the Canada-wide. You're going to be displaying along with some 500 other students, 400 projects. You're going to be in New Brunswick for a week. So, Adelka, what does that mean to you? It's
1: insane. I've been working on this project for three years now. Sophia's been working on it with me for almost two years. And this was one of our biggest goals, just to make it there. And the fact that we've made it now is just...
0: Well, let me look at it this way. I mean, you're going to compete, in a sense, but you're also going to see what's happening across the country and see what everybody else is into. Sophia, does that interest you?
2: It's really interesting because just at the regional fair and the provincial fair, there was so many great ideas, so many things that like I would never think of that... I guess the average person would ever think of but then you just see everybody with like their specific fields of interest just like gathering together to display all their ideas and it's just really great such a nice experience
0: so this is not something that you do every year like you're talking about working three years on this project you're two years on this project Hajong how long did you work on your project
3: this is my first year <laughs> this is your first year yeah. but I was um, genuinely surprised because this is my first year ever doing a science fair project I've never done it in school before.
0: This is interesting in the sense that this is your first time going to a science fair. What inspired you to get involved in the in making a a project?
3: Um, I mean, mine is basically about like solving the problem of food crisis. Because um, I mean, food is like the basic element of everyone. Like everyone needs food. And then right now we are in a very big food crisis, but no one's really giving like a lot of attention to it. Everyone thinks that we're gonna have like enough food but then if you look at it if you look at the statistics if you eat like one apple the nutrients in like an apple has decreased by a significant amount over the course of years and then I really wanted to fix that and then we're using a lot of synthetic fertilizers and all lot we are a lot like and those of those fertilizers and um, pesticides end up in the ocean and it messes up the ecosystem that's the problem that I really wanted to solve and that's why I was into it.
0: Well, this is absolutely amazing. From Royal West Academy, Adelka Felcharik hope and Sophia McVetti won the first prize at the Hydro-Quebec Montreal Regional Science and Technology Fair. They are headed to Fredericton, New Brunswick in May for the Canada-wide Science Fair. Also, ha finished the Montreal Science Fair with highest distinction, a bronze medal. And she, as well, is off to the Canada-wide Science Fair. Um, to the three young women sitting in front of me, I wish you the best. I thank you for your information. I thank you for your concern for your generation. And Andrea, what is happening in your science class that propels and influences these young people to take these building blocks and really go forward with it?
4: Well, in a science class, especially, well, particularly from grades uh, seven to 10, it's uh, a wide variety of topics are covered. So it's not just one specific genre of science. It's many different domains. And of course, there's material that has to be covered. But at the same time, we need to try to spark interest uh, amongst the students, because let's face it, not all students necessarily love science off the bat mm-hmm. and such. So with so many different students in a classroom. With each topic that comes up, we try to address some kind of theme that's relevant to current events or even past events or you know, look into the future as well. And sometimes students just, something just clicks with them and it's something that they're extremely interested in or it sparks some kind of you know, idea or it just, it just stays with them. And then an opportunity like a science fair comes along and they're like, I want to explore this.
0: You as a teacher, do you see this in their faces? You say something, you do something and you see it in the student's face. Oh, that just connected.
4: <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of teaching is seeing that look on a student's face. Sometimes it's something as simple as an, oh, I finally get it. Or it can be more of an, oh, I want to know more. This is really, really, really interesting. So yes, I've seen that happen. Their faces can light up sometimes just
0: at the mention of something new. I want to uh, congratulate you as a teacher for inspiring these young people to, to go forward to take this and I mean for somebody to come up with an idea so that we don't no longer have to uh, find plastics in the ocean or we can uh, get a good nutritional food by using fog and, and start mm-hmm. taking care of other people around the world. Thank you for listening to this edition of the English Montreal School Board Podcast. I'm Suzanne Desotel. Don't forget, for all the latest news and information, follow the EMSB on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at EnglishMTL.